So worshipping God through our sense of touch. I recently did a course and they suggested that if you were, you were ever in a situation where you needed to feel grounded, then to try this technique. So are you sitting comfortably? Well, they asked us to sit comfortably with both feet on the floor and to close our eyes. They then said to be aware of our breathing in and out, in and out. And to then become aware of the things that we're touching. It could be the solidity of your feet on the ground, the support of the chair on your back, the gentleness of your hair on your face, or the warmth of the clothes on your skin. The exercise was longer than that, but the suggestion was that as you focused and became aware of the things that you were touching or that were touching you, that it grounded you and gave you a moment before you had to move on with the next thing that your day held. Maybe give it a try sometime. But I'll be honest with you. To talk about worshipping God through touch, I felt could be dangerous ground. In these days of safeguarding and these pandemic restricted days, touch is not advised. So what can we take from worshipping God through touch? In our reading, we met three people who were either touched by Jesus or who, through touching him, were changed forever. The Gospels use the words hands, fingers and touch nearly 200 times. And the words often refer to Jesus. Here's a few examples. Jesus put out his hand and touched him. He touched her. He took her by the hand. Then he touched their eyes. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand. Jesus came and touched them. Then little children were brought to him that he might put his hands on them and pray. Jesus wasn't afraid to touch others. People with skin diseases didn't disgust him, nor did he hesitate to handle the filthy feet of his disciples in the upper room. I can remember one Easter when we were at another appointment, um, one Monday Thursday evening, we had a time of worship together. And those folk that gathered together were uncomfortable with the fact that Andrew and I sat on the floor and washed their feet. But it gave us a real sense of how uncomfortable the disciples must have felt when they were in that upper room and Jesus washed their feet. But having shown us the power of touch, Jesus now wants us to use our hands to send the same message of love, humility and acceptance to those around us. But how do we do that? Well, as I was reading this passage, it came to me that as well as performing great miracles, when Jesus touched people, he was helping them. He was doing an act of service and helping people or acts of service is something we can all do. The Salvation Army has a tagline of heart to God, hand to man. We help people because we love God. And actually, I once heard that tagline explained really nicely. It was said that when we give a hand to man, 
when we help someone out, we don't only help them out, but we help them up. We help them up because we love God. Now, I'm not one who would usually look up words from other languages, but I had an idea that the Hebrew word for worship was far more wide ranging than our English word for worship. When I looked it up, I discovered that the Hebrew word for worship is avoda. And this literally means work, worship and service and traditionally serving God. Unifying work or acts of service and worship can have profound impl implications for how we live. It has the potential to bring meaning, purpose and greater faith and greater depth to the things that we do, our work or our volunteering or just the kind things that we do for other people. Whether we are a barista, retired, unemployed or a company manager, we are called to serve bless and show kindness to others in our everyday lives. Yes, we work to support ourselves, whether we're still active or retired, but it's also an opportunity to reflect the image of God and to serve and to bless others. So when we help someone out, then that is worship. We do the things that we do because we love God and are living out our lives as a witness to that. And that is worship. And you know, the three people in our Bible reading were all worshipping God. The rabbi from the local synagogue had faith enough to believe that Jesus could heal his daughter, even though he thought she was dying. The woman who had been bleeding for 12 years had faith enough that she believed that she only need touch Jesus' outer garment and she would be healed. And the blind man believed that Jesus could heal him and his faith made him well. Jesus' actions and words touched the people who encountered him and they went on to live lives that showed that they'd had the touch of God on their lives. So what about us? We may not have experienced a physical touch of Jesus, but I hope that many of us would be able to testify to having experienced the touch of God on our lives. And how many of us can testify that it's often been when we've had a hand to man because of our heart for God experience that we've re received ab abundant blessings? I know I can. We can worship God through touch every day by looking to see how we can be kind to other people, whether we're at work, rest or play. Commit yourselves and your time to God as an act of worship and see God at work through you as he touches the lives of others through your touch on them. God bless you.